Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. So the U.S. Open is here, Al, this okay. week yep. at uh, LACC in Beverly Hills. Um, I'll be out there all day Friday. So if uh, anybody sees me, please say hello. I'd love to chat a little bit with the uh, the folks. Um I'm not going to talk about the the U.S. Open right now. I want to talk about the Canadian Open for half a second. Did you happen to see the highlight, the way that that tournament ended on Sunday? It was, was just the guy that got tackled. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Security so, guard thought he was a fan. <laughs> so Nick Taylor makes this bomb putt. It's like 72 feet. He makes it. It's a, the fifth playoff hole, and he makes a, just this bomb eagle. He's a Canadian. A Canadian had not won the Canadian Open in like 50 years. Wow. It was just places going awesome. bonkers. Yep. Right? One of the fellow Canadians in the field, a guy named Adam Hadwin, who's another PGA Tour player, who is also Canadian, was there watching this happen, sees his boy make this bomb putt, and has, I, I couldn't tell if it was a beer bottle or champagne yeah, I bottle. Champagne, or something. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Runs out, getting ready to squirt his buddy and have a celebration gets absolutely Aaron Donald by the security guy. Just gets driven into the putting green. It was amazing. It's incredible. It is so good. Can, was can there okay, what was there? I didn't see I saw the video. What's the aftermath to that? They he just He said, I'm a PGA tour member. That is my friend. I need to get and they're like, oh yeah, sorry. And his wife, Hadwin's wife was great. She goes, in in true Canadian fashion, Adam apologized to the security guard for getting tackled by him. Because Canadians well, love sorry. to apologize. <laughs> sorry. 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 How did the security guard... What did he think was happening? I, can and, I and, be and, honest? Okay, well, can, can I tell you this? Even if it was just somebody that was super excited, a fan, is that necessary? Yes. Well, it was another Hank Aaron moment, right? Where you just it, you Hank, didn't want somebody or, to spoil or, the victory. Okay, well, that or maybe it's a Monica Seles moment, right? Where some lunatic ran out and stabbed her in the back in the middle of a tennis match. It seems very, very... Those are two very extreme. Extreme. Yeah. Well, there's a it's security guard happened. for a reason. Yeah, you know? I know there's security guard for you a reason, find out? but the guy has champagne like he's Maybe celebrating. He's yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm like, that's the thing. I actually don't blame the guy. It was funny, but the guy coming. If somebody's just, if I'm the security guard and we're been told don't let anybody on this green, and you see some because it could easily be just a drunk fan that's coming out there to be a bozo. Yep, and he got absolutely <laughs> drilled. It was terrific. You got drilled. I would very much like. To, I know I'm only there on Friday, so nobody's going to win the tournament on Friday. You should run on there and see what a security guard does. Yeah, not not my jam. I would very much like to see it. And no, so we got to make sure that you when you go on the field, you you it's on, and I need those security guards to be on it. Unless you're at the AS game, you want to wait. <laughs> Uh, that that reaction seemed like... By the way, the dude had no credential on nothing. Nothing on. Somebody runs on. Hey, yeah. You've been told, don't let anybody on here. Yeah. You know how the problem is? Let me, let me tell you what the problem is. The problem is we're just so accustomed to these sporting events, the NBA. Okay, I know if this guy's a player or he's not a player. I know if this guy's wearing regular clothes. I know if the guy is 6'6 or he's 5'8. Like, there's ways to distinguish it. On a golf course, it's a lot more difficult yeah, to no, figure he that could, one out. But... Don't go out there, I guess. Tough tough break for Adam Hadwin. He did not get the best end of that one. Drilled. Cannot wait for the LA or why do I keep calling it the LA Open? The US Open at LACC. Also, Taylor made a good point. Every fan is dressed like a golfer. It's not like yeah. when you go well, to baseball games. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You're dressed like in your whole getup. Okay, so what's the setup on Friday? What what's that what's that look like for you? I am just going straight up gen pop, right? Like no no special credentials or anything. Yep. I just I, I got some tickets through a friend. Yep. And Susan and I are gonna go awesome. on, on Friday and we're gonna spend the whole we're gonna leave early. I'm parking at the Century City Mall, uh-huh. which apparently is where you park for this thing. Okay. Um and I'm gonna have a bunch of beers. So what time what time do you get there? Seven. I think the first group tees off at like seven thirty or something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. 
Okay, do you stay Lots at a of hole food, or are you you walking? Good question. I'm more of a. I've never seen this golf course before, so I want to see as much of it so as you I want to can. Walk so I want to walk around yeah. a little bit. Like it's not like going to SoFi or no, 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 going to Dodger Stadium where the field's just there. You got to yeah. move around and see the yeah. whole thing. I can't wait. That's awesome. I, I cannot wait. And you know, if somebody ever wants to say, "Hey, Trav, you know, I can get you out there," I'm just. I'm not saying that I would say no. Just somebody wants to shotgun a beer with you. What, what's happening? Done. There? Done. Done. Yeah, no, you're in. I went 4-0 on Saturday night. Yeah, you did. No, 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 with the chugs. No, I, no, I know. I'm, I'm saying 4-0 and as in um, I saw you do one with one of the listeners. Yep. I saw the AK yep. that I tried breaking down, and apparently I'm way was, off on that one. <laughs> and have you still not watched the video? I did not. No, I've not seen it. I've not seen three and four. What's your aversion to seeing the video? I just had, There's a lot I haven't watched. Yeah, but we were talking about that all day yesterday. Not all day. He was a being good the a host of the year, Sliwa Diva. There was of a good time. He's got his own talk. videos to watch. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. busy. Is it already no, clipped? No, I'm sorry. I, Is it already clipped? I, yeah, it was that night. No, what I'm saying. I mean, I, look, I'll move on. You clearly don't want to see hey, it. Hey, get your assistant I, Cody. I, I, get him I, on I, it. I did not know I'm getting the green light from Cody. This was such a low level thing. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it by Saturday. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you have some time in your day, because you're host of the year. Never you're busy have I felt so insignificant. Things. No, I didn't see it. What do I care about you for? I wasn't saying it like that. Guys. <laughs> I was just um, asking spoiler, whether it's clipped Spoiler, or spoiler or alert, he wins by, by a big margin. <laughs> by a big margin. But it's, AK spills a lot. <laughs> That's not the point. Never mind. Nobody's got my back. Travis, That's fine. So you have to establish this is the new rapport that you guys have now where Alan isn't going to care anymore because he's, he's well, the host of the year. Well, I knew he didn't year. care before, but usually yes. when we talk about so things. so personal. I didn't know it was this personal. <laughs> I, a little bit. This is his this thing. Is, yeah, a little bit. This is the reputation yeah. we're talking about And it, it came up several times, and Ireland said it, and Chris said it, and Mason said it. You're like, I don't give a damn. I watched a lot of what it. I did. Of course, because you are host of the year. You got to keep the way, number one, number one. What would you like to talk about next? By the way. I'll stop talking. Did I not predict two? I said we're walking away with two. You did. The first thing I said to him. You remember that? I, oh, yeah, I do. We got our two. Got a cover. Yeah, we did. Got our two. That's all we needed. Got our two and we were done. That's it. It's over. <laughs> what should we do next? <laughs> we're not going. We're not going next year. No, no, no. Now, like at 12.06 on Wednesday afternoon. I don't know. You said Tuesday? you promoted something about Tuesday. a Dodgers closer. closer. Just want to make sure that that's okay. <laughs> we good? Close the year. Yeah, it's fine. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. You sure? Yeah, let's do it. If it's, if it's not good, we'll just move on. <laughs> well, we will, we'll, we'll try at least, right? Um, they blew three games in the ninth inning. They got walked off three times in a six-game road. Twice in Cincinnati, once in Philadelphia. Yeah. Three different guys also got walked off. It wasn't like it was just one guy. It was Ferguson. It was... Um, Gratterall? No, uh, it wasn't Gratterall. The, the the guy that's the good one. Phillips. Oh, yeah. And then Phillips I'm, got I'm one. blanking on the, the guy that Schwarber got. Who did Schwarber get? I forget. It was another lefty. They're saying we don't have to have a ninth inning guy, that we're not set up to have a ninth inning guy, that we're not, you know, we're going to deploy these guys in high leverage situations. And I understand the math of it all, mm-hmm. right? I understand that, that there's 27 outs. You use, and, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. Well, can I, you, you have explained that, listen, you might have an issue in the eighth where you need sure. your best guy, and that it's not going to show up in the stat sheet that that was a save, but you basically got the save in the eighth. There's, it's the last game of the season. you got to win it, and coming up in the, in the eighth inning is Tatis, Machado, and Soto. Okay? It, it's, but it's the eighth inning. These are the yeah. three best guys. you got to get these guys out. Or you're going to say, well, I only pitched the ninth inning. No, pitch them in the eighth inning. No. Get them out and hope that you can get it done there. I understand it, and I don't disagree with it. The part that there's a something about roles, and there's something even more about pitching the ninth inning of a major league game. Those last three outs are very hard to get. There's something about presence. There's something about calmness. There's something about just this. You don't get too hyped up in the moment. Kenley Jansen is the perfect example of this. Even when Kenley was starting to fade as a lights-out guy, yeah. You never thought he was going to go out there and freak out. Caleb Ferguson is freaking out, right? Mm. That you you look at some of these other guys, they're freaking out a little bit. Ken, Kenley just kind of his stuff wasn't what it used to be. Do they need to find one of those guys that can at least not freak out? So it, here's the problem with the Dodgers bullpen as a whole. Their bullpen's been bad. Period. 
So whether it's your ninth inning guy that you need to close out a game like you're describing, but it seems like that's not the only issue with the Dodgers pen. I think there was, at least last week we were doing this, they were 26. I think they had the 26 best bullpen of anybody else out there. So to answer your question, I, I don't know if they've had enough success not really having your traditional closer. Kimbrell last year was not. He's dreadful. He was bad. So you were kind of trying to figure out what to do. For a moment there, you had arguably one of the best setup men in Trinan, and he's been out now. It seems like seems like he's been out forever, to be honest with you, but he's been out for so long. I don't know if it's just about I, you need a ninth inning traditional guy. The Padres have it. They have it in Hader. Mm-hmm. Hader's gave up some, you know, he's... They all give him up occasionally, but there's a difference between I left a fastball over the middle of the plate that got smoked and I'm freaking out because it's the ninth inning and it, I got to get these guys if out. If you got a guy that's freaking out, that's... that. that there's no explanation for that. Not not that there's no explanation. There's no reason to bring that guy in. They did it mm. twice on If the he's having there. issues because the moment, well, then you know that we just can't bring this guy back here. I'd have a bigger issue if they're bringing, they continue to bring back guys that Ferguson are freaking out. Ferguson did night. it twice over the, the, the six-game trip. And here, he gets another some, opportunity no, to do that? I don't. I don't either. I don't either. I think I don't that either. they learned their lesson very clearly and quickly in that one. <clears throat> the problem is there aren't a bunch of guys you can go get. There's not There's not a hater that's sitting there. There's not one of those guys that Liam Hendricks is a guy for the White Sox, but he just went on the IL. There's not a bunch of names to say, get him, put him in the ninth So you basically got to figure it out what you got. Or you got to figure it out with one of the guys that's not here yet, namely Daniel Hudson. Hudson's the guy that has been a closer in the big leagues. He's he, if he gets hit, it won't be because he's freaking out. It's because he doesn't have the goods anymore. Pierce that he might have the goods. Pitched in the minors the other days in like that Arizona Fall League or whatever it is. He's doing that, and he was pretty good. But again, he hasn't pitched in the big leagues in basically two years. Not regularly. And there's no other Doesn't options. that worry you if that's their answer it's, or if that's their solution? It's incredibly worrisome. Yeah. They, to, and to your point, Gratterall, I know that his numbers look okay, but a guy that throws 100 shouldn't give up that many line drives, shouldn't have that many errors on the mound. He, You can't trust him. The only guy that's kind of trustworthy is is Phillips. Yeah. And even he gives up a lot of hard-hit balls. It's a They've got a very bizarre team. They're going to go into the postseason basically saying, if we score eight runs a night, we got a chance. If we score five, we're probably going to lose. And that's an impossible way to win baseball games. How, how, um, how crazy is the NL West right now? Arizona's won six in a row. They're 16 games over 500. I mean, I, I guess... When, in, when's the time? I was going to say, I guess in some shape, September. way, or form, you would feel like, all right, well, at least it's the Diamondbacks. They're going to come back down to earth at some point. They have a four-game cushion on the Dodgers. They're up nine and a half games on the Padres. Nine and a half on the Padres. Padres, you're done with the division. You're so, basically just saying get one of those top six. The Padres, I think, are probably looking at them like, yeah, we can't get there. Forget that. Probably not. If it were the Dodgers, I think you'd probably write it off right now, but the Dodgers are going the wrong way. I don't think that they're dead in the division. The Padres, if they have... The number matters, right? The number... If the Dodgers are within four or five going into the last month of the season, I think they probably feel pretty good about it because they've never been there before, them being the Diamondbacks. That, the, the pressure, of, the, the pressure yeah. of that yeah. starts. Freddie Freeman's not going to freak out. Mookie's not going to no, freak no, no, out. No. Kershaw's no. not going to freak mm-hmm. out. Like Those guys will have an advantage in that situation. Arizona might be good. They might be good. And they're so young, It's they're, they're early to the game. It's not supposed to By happen like two now. Years. By two, they're going to have the rookie of the year. That Corbin Carroll guy is the rookie he of the year. He is unbelievable. He's fantastic. Guy. He's fantastic. They beamed him twice yesterday. As advertised. Phillies. They hit him twice. <laughs> and, and, and then he had a triple to take yeah. the lead in that game. Yep. Yeah, it was a week. They're coming back in games, too. It's not even just that. They're, they're Real Muto had the cycle games. last night and lost to the Diamondbacks. It's a weird deal. They should probably get a closer. They should probably trade for Otani. They should probably fix the entire bullpen. Just get it done between now Just and some small things. You know, so who would have thought? And I listen. I I know we're still. I mean, it's not that early. We're almost in mid June. We're fourteen games shy of the halfway point. So sixty-seven games. The Dodgers at least have played sixty-seven has, games. Sixteen games over five hundred. 
they'll come back. Damn. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. They don't have to. Yeah, Dodgers should probably find somebody that can pitch the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. Just, just a little thing to pick up. Best duo in the NBA. Is it that obvious? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, you know how your phone's always listening? Apparently, oh, yeah. Apparently your laptop is always listening as well. You know, I have my little laptop here the whole the whole show every day. And what was it? Second segment? Third segment? Where we're talking about double XL shirts or whatever and having to pay a little bit more sometimes? The robe. We're talking the about robe. the robe. That's what mm-hmm. it was. It, it was in the open. It was in the, yeah, it was our first segment. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was in the open. I just opened up my, I went over to my Gmail, Joseph Abood, big and tall, charcoal gray, charcoal gray, classic fit men's suit. Okay, purchase. <laughs> They're all listening, bro. I mean- They're I, all listening. I, and it's from the men's warehouse. Yep. I have never purchased anything from the men's warehouse, so it's not mm-hmm. like I just randomly got that. I've never shopped You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Yesterday, I mentioned men's warehouse. Well, there that- you go. And that kind of ties back During into this. prom season? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did a little bit of yeah. that. So this all kind of, I'm sure we're going to get dentist ads in a few minutes way, here. Big, big and tall is no bueno. <laughs> yeah. I, you, I, I have, ha, Taylor, you're 6'5"? Yeah. It's always big though, never tall. Right. I was yeah. just going to say, you have you ever had to go into a big and tall looking for something? Uh, I've never had any luck. Okay. But have you been in there? Uh, yeah. I've been <laughs> it's <laughs> The Husky Boys. It's not for tall. It's just for it's just for big. Okay. big, big and tall makes you feel a little better walking in there, but it's big. Yeah, walking speaking, around with a parachute. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, so this is a clip from a Jokic interview with Blake Andrews, and he was answering a question about you know his doubters like that he was drafted so late, all that good stuff, and no one expected him to be what he is, and so this is his response to that. They believe in the fat boy, and it seems like uh, it worked out. Yeah, don't don't bet against the fat boy. <laughs> don't bet against the fat boy. That should be a slogan. <laughs> well, he's not anymore. Like we, I mean, we've all seen that picture of him. He looks like he's twelve or thirteen, yeah, or whatever, yeah. and he's looks like he's in a swimming pool or something. He doesn't have his shirt on. He's kind of leaned over, and he's really he's heavy for for a twelve or thirteen year old kid. Yeah, he's he's chunky kid. way overweight. And I was reading something this morning that said when he first came to the U.S. to start playing in the NBA, he was drowning three liters of Coca-Cola That's a day. That's insane. That's insane. Three That's just liters. so much liquid. It's How yeah. many ounces is one liter? I, the, that's what Google's is for. Is it like 100? Let's see. I'm just trying to think here. You go to a 7-Eleven or something like that, so right? So it's 33 point whatever uh, ounces in a liter. Okay, so basically three cans of soda in a liter. It's three cans yeah. of slightly more. Okay. No, then I'm, I'm thinking, because you know how people, people go that's to like nine a, cans. That's nine cans but of soda But people go to a, a 7-Eleven AM, PM. They'll grab like a 64 ounce of whatever they get. Now I know they get ice in it and yeah. everything else. So he's basically having- Nine sodas. Oh my God. Nine sodas. Which, by the way, is less than like John Daly. Yeah, John Daly, Daly was up to 30, 40 Diet Cokes a day. And Daddy how much Mc- candy and McDonald's? It was, and- he, had, he had three, it was- Otis Spunkmeyer muffins, Marlboro Lights, and Diet Cokes. I think those were the only Breakfast three things that, that John Daly subsisted on. Denny, McC- Denny McLean was a pitcher for the Pir- the Tigers back in the 60s. He was the last guy to win 30 games yeah. in a year. He was drinking upwards of 30, 40 sodas a day. 
I don't even understand. I don't even know what that means. Maybe this is why Emily's dentists keep checking out. Maybe they, they treated hey. all of these guys. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, no, they, 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 Denny McLean was walking in there. John is yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. Well, you could here. also like bank out on those guys because you got to keep those teeth nice. Gross. What uh, what what do you think of of Joker's kind of deal? Like, what do you think of his deal? Which part of his deal? Yesterday, where he was, he wins an NBA championship. Doesn't really look all that excited. Um, basically another day at the office. We got the job done. I think you played that clip earlier. Actually, if, if you have it played here real quick. Now you are an NBA champion, Nicola. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. The job is done. We can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is this is why I mention it. You know, I, I heard a lot of people talking about coming into the NBA Finals, how it's not going to be exciting. These are not going to kill it ratings-wise. And you also have two franchises that are just, yes, Miami has some allure to it, but it's not, LeBron's not on there. Right. Um, KD's not, just the big names are not there. And then you have a Denver Nuggets franchise who had never been to the NBA Finals. I think we were looking at it yesterday. They had the longest streak, um, 47 years of not winning an NBA championship. And I think the Cavs were 46 years before they finally won. So longest streak that they have. It's just not a popular franchise. Then you have the best player by far in the series. That is just, he's not that popular in the sense of what you want from a, a, a star. None of that really bothers me. And maybe this is just the NBA guy in me. I'm okay that the star is not the most interesting player out there or isn't the loudest player out there or even the way he acts post-game where everything's so nonchalant. It might hurt the NBA because that's your star player. Does any of that bother you? No. Nah. It doesn't really bother me either. Nah. It's it's Because there's so many stars that do the other thing. you know. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about earlier, Tim Duncan, and like in the mid-2000s, and I know for me as a fan, he was really boring to me back then. But as I grew older, I really appreciated him. So I think with Joker that, you know, 10, 15 years from now, we're going to truly appreciate what he's doing. We had that conversation in the restroom, by the way, it was during one of our breaks. Yeah, that's why I, I was done. late for that reason. But, yeah, you, you get know. a lot done in the restroom there. Yeah, <laughs> Just great continue our conversation. Yeah. I, I don't, eye contact. I don't watch the NBA the you way you guys do. You know what I mean? Like once my team's out, I, I don't have a ton of interest in it beyond that. Um, but I find him interesting. Like Tim Tim Duncan is not interesting to me. Tim Tim Duncan is a great player, but he's fundamentally not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Jokic is interesting for all of the reasons that you laid out. The fact that he really doesn't have time for it, that he just wants to go back to his home, that he just wants to disappointed ride his about when the parade is yeah, later this that, week. That he's he's kind of over the whole. Can do I have to really do one more thing for you? I kind of. You pay me to play basketball. You don't pay me to come to parade. Like I kind of finals MVP. Yeah, I did it all. I I, I find his disinterest I much that. more interesting than Duncan's. Like I bet. You, here's the difference. Let me see if I can put a fine point on this. The difference is, I think Tim Duncan actually is a boring person. I think that Jokic is an interesting person that doesn't want to share what he's up to. Mm. I think I think that's probably the difference because anybody that just wants to lay by the pool and drink cokes and ride horses with his brothers, I'm, I, I need more. I need more details on that. Duncan just disappeared. So you said you got once your team is out, you're done. So you didn't care at all that the Nuggets have because I, I I find I find storylines that the Denver Nuggets had never that that franchise had never won a championship. I thought was really cool. And I, I found myself rooting for Denver because I wanted them to get their first chip. You care about that stuff or not? Not particularly. Really? Yeah. It's the Indiana Pacers. It's the Portland. It's, it's it's all the same to me. It's the Lakers and the other twenty nine teams. You know what I mean? And and there's great moments. Like I, I enjoyed watching Jokic play because mm-hmm. he's awesome. I enjoyed watching Jamal Murray play because he's awesome. Jimmy Butler was terrible last night until he was awesome and then nearly stole the game. I can get excited for the moments, but I don't have like an emotional connection yeah, yeah. to the the result of it all. Like we were watching it last night and Susan says to me, he goes, Who do you want to win? I said, I truly don't give a damn. I I don't whoever wins, it's fine. Cause I don't I don't dislike either one of those teams either. Like I, I do like rooting against teams. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Standing up, my KCP swing the ball around. I do like him. Yeah, I like him. I do like him. Jamal Murray too. Jamal Murray's an easy like, well, especially his road. They're all kind of in an interesting spot because Jokic is young and locked up. Murray is young and locked up. You they're, see that where they had role players all the list. are locked up too, like KCP and Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. and these guys. Only one Bruce Brown, I think, Bruce was the Brown's only one that has the a one. player option. Uh, Luke 
Brown, which I have to stop and, and force myself to say, not Braun, um, he's locked up too. That they're the guys that played, with the exception of Bruce Brown, they can all come back for a while. None of those guys are like, yeah, like for instance, go back to when the Lakers won in the bubble. Dwight Howard, that was like kind of the last really impactful year of Dwight's career. Yeah. And you could kind of see it coming. Like he's just kind of at the end of the line. Rondo is last Rondo's impact. a perfect example. Like yep. they, even Danny Green, like we're kind of getting towards the end of this. Yeah. None Not of these those guys. guys are like that. They are in the prime of their lives. Mm-hmm. They have the best player in the world. They're going to be well, – you're right. They're not a popular franchise. They're not somebody that a casual basketball fan is going to be dying to see. You're going to see them a lot. And I don't know if they can pull off the Warriors thing because the Warriors were a franchise that wasn't super popular for a long time. But the way that they played, Curry and Clay yeah. knocking down bombs yep. and Draymond being nuts, and it was it was wildly entertaining. The Nuggets are just really, really good, but they're going to be here for a long time. But they had even the Nuggets, uh, or even the Warriors. Remember, you know, it's kind of easy to forget. Two of those years was with KD, so that they added the actually three of those years was was with Kevin Durant. They lost in yeah, one of the years, yeah, but hurt. two of the championships was with KD. They added that to what they already had, and it was exciting. Yeah. They just they, they're taking forty footers the whole game, mm-hmm. like Jokic till head fake, bounce pass, easy layup. It's just it's it's wonderful technical basketball, but I don't know how exciting necessarily it is. Yates, you got beef with Slee? Is that is that what I'm hearing? Oh, okay, right. I was unaware of that. Well, On the other side. I didn't know what happened. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Television's Clinton Yates in the house with the Slee and myself, and uh, you know you pop in here periodically, yeah. kind of kind of regularly. He's and but this today. is the, this is the first time he's come in with yeah. uh, bad bad intentions. I think. So I'm listening. I'm listening to the program this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to you guys coming in after being here and experiencing the glory of the host of the year. Yep. Clearly. I mean, not only was I sitting next to you when it happened, I was sitting next to you when we did a Mandy's Monday, and. You're out here telling me that you're returning robes of that level of glory, Slee. As a robe individual, he's a member, right. he's probably of the right robe, on this. You got to keep that robe. I'm stunned you returned okay, that. Here's the issue. The stunned. Issue is um, the size of that robe was not the right robe. You know so, they have things called exchanges. I could have probably exchanged it. So. They didn't have the size that I needed. Terry cloth, monster logo, XL, double XL, something like that. I and mean, it's just for way the too experience, big. Experience. That's the host of the year robe. Yeah, you could have gone on. Down See if the it's line. still there. It's probably still underneath you, the desk you where you returned it. Gone on down the line <laughs> to get that thing personalized. It was already in black and red. Station colors. Well, that's what I wanted. Him. I wanted him to have like his name on the back, like Rocky Balboa. Right? right, like stitched across well, the back I, like a then, fighter. Then let me get a. I then I got to get like a custom one made. Yeah, you could have custom. customized that one. Take that one it to an embroidery amazing. shop. You and already have them go had to, work. It. Have to go to a tailor too and get it all. <laughs> <laughs> robes to get it brought fitted. in. <laughs> robes are supposed to be big and flowy. No, this thing was huge. It was big. I saw it. I, mean, I was, was sitting huge. right here, but I yeah. was I was very disappointed. So you take sure you want to take sunglasses back to CVS like a cheapskate. That's fine. <laughs> But the robe, nah, I'm you got to keep look. that one. It wasn't bucks. the best I was going to say, you 20, could not have felt good about that. 25 it, it, is the, if they were 15, you got to let it go. If the 25, 25, I'm going back. Sure, but if they're 25 at like American Eagle, where people are used to returning things on a regular basis, that's one thing. Some guys in front of you getting, you know, I don't know, Pepsi AC and a Snickers. Slee returns half of his amoxicillin prescription when he doesn't right. And you're holding up the line. Some I've, guys trying to get Pepto-Pizzle. I got through half of the trail mix. I'm like, I'm taking this back. <laughs> Oh, I was very disappointed to hear the robe is no longer there. Fair. That's all I'm saying. That was, that, that's my only beef. Only beef. That's all, that's all I had. I won't, won't ask you, but the What's Beef, uh, Biggie song back in the day. Great song. I thought that's, there <laughs> was just going to be this, yeah. There was wait, like a wait, much bigger issue. Where's the beef? 90s level hip-hop me? beef? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm d- deeply offended that you just skipped right past me with that reference. No, I did not have, I did not have 90s level East-West Beef. I was just you like, probably how does the robe you go? probably have seen the replay a number of times. Yeah, 
I have not. The beer chugging contest. Did you see the replay a number of times? I saw the replay. Okay. And I think this is also one of those situations where not unlike, let's just say, Jimmy Butler getting somebody in the man region, like slowed down, you can tell a lot more obviously. But at the time, yeah. I thought it was a good run I did from too. AK. I did and, too. And, you know, I don't. The Until replay, I saw the video. Sure. But the replay, I'm kind of like, look, in the moment. Yeah. And I said this to Trav at the table. I said, that's not a sweep. If you do that four times, I don't know AK's that that's getting a one. sweep. He might yeah, get one. Yeah, if he only one. has to drink half as much as me, he <laughs> okay. probably would get one. Right. But I'm, I'm saying before you. Gentlemen seen, sweep, probably. Before you'd seen the replay in the moment. No, no. When I had thought he had yeah. consumed the entire 12 ounces Well, they did of beer. bring out a towel to clean up everything. Yeah, Cody, on the video, you don't want to listen to this, but on the video, you can see Cody come out after it's ending, and he kind of mops up I the I think stage. that was nerves. I do think that under a non-Mandy's spotlight, AK has a better shot than I, I he's been calling me out it. since then. I mean, that, okay, that I won't AK, give him a rematch. He says I'm only taking on tomato cans from this point <laughs> forward. That's actually fair. That's actually pretty funny. No, I've taken on everybody that's ch- I've never, I've never You've declined. Turned down a, an uh, offer. Uh, a, 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 I, I don't have. Do you to- remember who the closest was? Well, great. See, was the there a listener is- that was the closest? By the way, I did watch the replay. Uh, Cody, him and I just sat back in the studio and watched it. Okay, a couple of drips came off of AK. I didn't think that. Yeah, half of the cups get out of here. Uh, I mean, it was also a big cup. You know, not it was half the cup, guys. I understand at least, but but it was Uh, not. He was not chugging a beer out of. I I do do think there's a form matter here. He wasn't chugging a 16 ounce beer out of a 16 ounce glass or cup. The pint glass full is the correct right. It's it's uh, it's the MLB standard way to do it. 60 feet, six inches. There is an element of that. 20-ounce cup with 12 ounces of beer in it, AK got a little thrown off by the mechanics because he's not as tall of a dude. I'm willing to give him credit on that. He's playing on a different size field than he's normally His game, to answer Al's question, I think he was the closest. Okay. Yeah. But it's very hard to tell because he hit a home run on a 200-foot field. Right. That's fair. It's like it's okay, I, and it, it kind of scraped over the, the wall. Travis, go deep, <laughs> right? But um, so yeah, he no, dunked on an eight foot hoop. <laughs> yes, that's probably Quite a closer frankly, way to play. No, Berg's, you know who it is? It was the guy that we did it at LAFC with because oh. at least he finished his entire beer. Yeah. Now yeah, he was spell. way behind, yeah. but he finished all sixteen ounces. Of, he we we ran it back too that night. Oh, did you? I think so. I think so. He goes, well, I, I didn't have, I don't have an IPA this time. I'm like, well, first of all, IPAs are not for chugging. It's not, but we both had one. Sure. So okay. therefore, it's level a level playing field. It's a level playing field. Four no. I like the eight. Snack. I like the eight foot rim reference. That's probably closest yeah. to what you know. I'm thinking eight foot rim with like a 285 ball. Just, not, not a not a not a regular station. Justin is saying that he wants a shot at the uh, softball game that's okay. coming up in less than a month. So okay, sure, sure. Why not? Sure, Why all not? comers. Why not? How you guys doing after the NBA season's over, Slee? It's going to be tough. Yeah? It's going to be tough. You know, NBA TV is not going to have its <laughs> its real weight there. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. The NBA season ending, I mean, it would be nice. Maybe get another game or two, whatever the case is. But the reality is... Didn't need it. Kind of ready for the chapter to move on. Let's kind of get rid of last season. Let's get closer to July 1st, get closer to free agency. That that is far more interesting to me than what we just watched. And that's not throwing cold water on on Denver because Denver was terrific. I'm the biggest NBA fan there are many times. I'm like, yeah, I'll start in the second quarter. Well, the the, the what it might be is more interesting to me than the actually the what it is a lot of times, especially if you don't have a dog in the fight. That's fair. I think I'll say this. I heard you guys talking before about the Shaq comparisons are obviously ridiculous, which they are. There is potential versus uh you know a body of work but i do potential is the right way to and put i said it. Yeah. this i said this on air today on a show to be aired later i honestly feel that whether the rankings the mount rushmore's or whatever i i can honestly say when you watch joker you're watching a guy who's transformed the game because think about it He's out there playing water polo in the sense of like an under-the-rim seven-footer with that kind of touch, that kind of vision. This, to me, is an indication that, hey, maybe there's other guys down there who play like that around the – you know. and I'm not saying they're going to be as good, but I'm saying the idea of having a center that plays that way at all it, it's, is it's, something that I think will probably revolutionize it's the it's NBA a really in a certain way. interesting thought. You see because what I'm saying? It, it could revolutionize the position. Here, yes, here's that's exactly is. what I'm getting at. It's It's – Jokic is Steph Curry. Who's the Trey Young? Correct. That that's you know what, what it saying? is. Trey Trey right. Young is not Steph Curry. 
but he plays his you, game. You can kind of look at it. It's, they take a bunch of long distance threes. They got handles. All, all of these kind of smaller things. type of guards. smaller type mm-hmm. of guards that that kind of just oh well, there's a lane for me to kind of go. I just don't know how many guys there are that are that size because while he's not a high flyer, he's far more athletic than he gets credit for. Yeah, the way he true. moves his feet, the, he's incredibly crafty. Yes, but it, it crafty for sure. But it's not just. Up, up and under. His footwork is impeccable. There's nothing about what he does that isn't high, high level. His wingspan skill. alone gives him an advantage over a lot of people. But what I mean is that if you start to find guys that have that, because he didn't walk into the league like this, you find guys that have that base skill set, and you say, you know what? you're going to develop into our next Joker as opposed to you're going to try to be the next Shaquille. You might have a higher hit success rate if you learn how to coach it and you'll get guys that are from you know the place where they do it? that. You know, and, and not that somebody won't try it, but the, think, think about it like this. It's analytics. right? They're, they're, last night, you know, when they're on a break, everybody runs to a corner. Yeah. Three's more than two. Yeah. Right? And, and to go back to the way that it was when I first started watching basketball in the 80s, right? And the ball would start on the inside, and then you'd it'd go to the perimeter if it wasn't inside. Now it's the exact opposite. Ball starts at the perimeter. Three's worth more than two. You'd have to find a guy that's wildly efficient to kind of put guys back inside but that here, here's, here's, here's a difference, you I know, think. that's what the Here's, I think, the difference with him. He's dishing 10 dimes a game. Right. Yeah. So those guys that you're talking about that are going out to the wings – that actually becomes even more effective for him because I got to go guard Michael Porter. I got to go guard KCP. I got to keep an eye out where Jamal Murray is because my center is dishing out 10 dimes a game <laughs> on top of his 30 points and his 14 rebounds and shooting 80% from You're the right. free throw line. You're right. Of all the skills he brings, that's the one that's probably the least transferable. Yeah, and I, but I do think there's Imagine Embiid or Giannis having a skill set where, hey, I don't know where they're going to pass the ball. He, no, Embiid's a pretty good passer, but he, he looks like a bozo compared to But Jokic. the thing is, it's not those guys. It's the guy five years from now that is Jokic- Three four years ago, but that's it, that's what I'm thinking about can, okay. in terms of just where the game goes, expansive wise from a position. This standpoint. this is not a basketball thing specifically, but more just of an athletics thing, and it, it, there's different opinions on it. Can you teach a thing, or do you just have to have a thing? And, and there comes there comes a point when it comes to like just intellect. And just understanding and seeing the whole board, right? Wayne Gretzky in hockey, just he knew where everybody was before they were even right. there. Jokic has that similar, I know where you're going to be. Magic Johnson had that innate sense of Larry Bird had, I know where all LeBron the pieces are. LeBron yeah. absolutely has it. I don't think you can put that sense of, it's not just being able to hit that bounce pass. It's that bounce pass is going to be open two passes from now. Right. Understanding that part of it. I don't think you can teach somebody that. The comp I would give you in terms of what I'm thinking about is big shortstops in baseball. Mm -hmm. There was a time when shortstops were light-hitting flaquitos that could get around the middle of the infield, and that's all you wanted them for. That's all they were going to be good for. Then a guy like a Cal Ripken walks into the game. A guy like an A-Rod walks into the game, and there's bigger dudes who control the lineup a little differently, and they operate the infield a little differently. Now, all of a sudden, big infielders and big shortstops, there's not really not, – none of those are those guys. Mm. But it's changed the way that the position was sort of scouted and looked at as to who was available to even do it Fast at all. Fast forward to O'Neill Cruz. Yeah, who's throwing <laughs> throwing the ball 100 miles right? an hour off the, uh, across the infield. Fast forward to Ellie Dela Cruz. You know, and that's it's just mm, like uh, – That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying anybody's going to get to Joker's level. I just think that there is something to be said for when you see something doing something at a place you've never seen them do it before i'm i'm like guys will try to mimic it yeah Yeah. but absolutely you know so that's one of the things that i think about when i think about joker a lot and secondly and i'll say this quickly here's the main thing and to bring it back home the nuggets are a franchise that knows how to run in the modern nba yep that is something that is not quite as up you know what else they do these days you know what else they do they're patient. Yes, that's what I mean. They're 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 patient. That's half of what I'm referring yeah, to. Their scouting just, fits their philosophy, and they stick with the philosophy and, until it doesn't work. And this will work. It, and here's why it's not working. Jamal Murray is hurt, or they're, they're, it's yep. not that what was, didn't no, work. Or MJP's really, got back issues. Yeah. Yes, but that was really the reason. It, so it was. They, but they, a lot of teams, and they were getting calls. Well, what if we? And I'm sure they thought about it, but right. it's like Same no, no, punting on this, the idea. Yes, this, this, mm. he's not. And just saying, no, this is how we're going to do it, and this is how it's going to work for us. And they were right. Now, it could be, look, this could be a Milwaukee Bucks situation. We thought that, okay, Giannis cracked the code. Right. Here we go. He hasn't been back since. And it's been a couple of years. It's not like it's never going to happen again. But sometimes when you see it, you're like, oh, okay, this is the thing that's going to work over and over again. You know, those other 29 teams have guys to get paid Respectfully, to. Respectfully, though, Coach Bud ain't 
Michael Malone. No, when I not. see Michael Malone, and this makes sense because Michael Malone's dad was Chuck Daly's lead assistant, there's a lot of Chuck Daly in Michael Malone, man. Yeah. You look at that guy, you look at his sideline mannerisms, you look at the way that he gets into the guy's heads, that dude reminds me more of Chuck Daly than anybody else. And they play tough like Daly's That's team. Exactly they play what I'm post-game, saying. Michael Malone's already like, uh, you know, we just got to get ready for next year. I'm I like, mean, you- he dropped the dynasty word I thought was really interesting. I mean, Think about Pat Riley, right back in the '80s when they yeah. when they and he said well, we're going to do it again, and then he brought up the three peat and the Laker players who'd just gone through Riley Wars are like, dude, really? <laughs> what now? are you doing? What right are now? you doing? And yeah. Malone kind of threw it down yesterday too. So he put all those things together. I liked the product I got from the Nuggets this year in the NBA. Very yeah. quick baseball question for you. Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz. Yes, like for real. Like we're going to be talking about this guy for 15 years. I think if they find a way, they got to find a position for him. I don't know that. Why not we're, stick him in center field and let well, him figure see that, it out. Because that's that's the thing. Like I don't know that that's the best place to play him. I mean, he can play the infield. I know. You know what I mean. And a guy that good who can play the infield. We just but talked that about that kind of this. speed. Isn't it most valuable in the outfield? Some people think that. I don't necessarily know that I do. I like a quick feet guy on the infield, and I like a guy with a long arm play who can do something. I, that's me. You know what I mean? I, I'd like to believe that. So is that a barrier to him being one of those dudes? I don't know. You know, and that depends on what the Reds want to do from a scouting standpoint. Because they've got Jonathan India. They've got a couple of dudes. They, they have fired the third base coach for giving him a stop sign, right? We're never doing that again. <laughs> just Why? Just this. Why? Just crank just him in. Just full crank windmill. Him in. Yeah. Full windmill the every time. Yeah, it was a bun in the infield. Crank <laughs> him in. We repeat. Yeah. Now, he's a great player, though, and it'll be interesting to see where he lands. Crypto Ray is a really good suggestion that you should stop just uh, taking beer chugging contests. That listeners have to go through Bergen uh, AK oh, yeah. first, like a prelim, uh, like a, no, like a like a to the title bout. You don't just fight the title. You just you, wait a qualifier. Yeah. Qualifier. There's got to yeah. be contenders, you know, and then you get the title fight. But okay. I want to, I want to drink beer. <laughs> no, nobody's stopping you from <laughs> yeah, doing that. Just really, separate matter. <laughs> we'll yeah. see the dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Winning time, Slee coming back on oh, August six, season yeah. two of Winning Time. Um, yes, let's go. Can't get here fast enough. I am all in. First season was amazing. We were tagged in a lot of uh, a lot of people on Twitter were showing us the looks like the trailer came out or whatever the case is. So August six, my man. It, it's funny that when when original came out winning time season one i don't know how you felt walking into it but i'm like i I don't really know what to expect i got hooked really fast i was in for all these i my expectations were high for a couple of reasons number one john c Riley is awesome the man and and most of the things he does are very good and the guys that i think it's a adam mckay will ferrell situation not will ferrell but adam mckay oh right well that was kind of their falling out right Yeah, yeah so adam mckay those guys know what they're doing they put together really successful things and once you saw the casting once you saw the guy playing Magic, you're like, oh, no, this is going to work. Oh, yeah. That he he looks like Magic. He has that, at least on camera, charisma that Magic is so well-known for. The guy that looked and played is like Kareem, had that very standoffish kind of, uh-oh, this is kind mm-hmm. of a tough dude situation. It was great. And delivered. Yes. And that and that's, I, I think, so much time, if there's hype around things. Well, by the way, you want to talk about hype? There's going to be a lot of hype to this season coming up. They got to live up now to the expectations that they had originally, but there's still so much of the story to tell. That's that- the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the challenge is because we knew the story the first time, and they took some creative licenses to build drama and whatnot. That's fine, but when you know the story, and now you're going back to it a second time, you're going to have to give me a little. It can't just be that the Lakers lose to the Celtics or beat the Celtics. There has to be something a little more to it whether it's more character or astro well honestly that kind of stuff that stuff that's not just they won a game they lost a game yeah because now we know riley's the coach yeah right the the what's the other guy's name the jack what was this i've got his last name but he's not the coach we know that that dynamic is over with where do you go next well you got to really start bringing in i think the 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 piece that's going to really start coming lakers and the celtics okay that's going to be that's going to be a a much larger piece that I think starts coming in. That'd be fascinating. Maybe yeah, the bird's the bird. on like the the cover. Like it's it's the bird versus magic, but which it, we didn't really get. That's yet. what it has to be. Yeah. It has to be bird and magic in their personal relationship or lack thereof. Because if it's just a bad yeah, yeah, documentary yeah. of the games, who you know, it's but it was but it was it, even even the shows that we saw. It's not like they were really focused all that much on the game. No. No. Maybe Jeannie's her ascent. Yeah, could be something like that as well. I don't know. We'll see. I can't wait. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be paying attention. All right. I got. 
I care about baseball the way that you care about the NBA, so I think this is perfect. Yep. Luis Arise for the Mar- By the way, the Marlins and the Dodgers have the same record. Don't look now, but they do. Um, Luis Arise Isn't is he batting three ninety one. Oh, and, and and he he took the collar the other day. He was over four hundred a couple of days ago. We're almost to the halfway point. Someone hasn't been over four hundred at the halfway point in like twenty years. No one's hit four hundred since nineteen forty one. I think. Okay, long time ago. You're talking. 80 years ago, give or take. Do you care? Did they, if it's Luis Arise on the Miami Marlins, yeah. and by the way, he's not hitting homers. He's just flipping singles out all yeah. over the place. Do we care, or is that just a relic from another? Because I'm into it, but I think I'm in the minority. So I'll go back. Tony Gwynn, at one point, flirted with 400. 394, I Something say. like that, right? Flirted with it. 94, strike season. Now, the problem is, okay, I, I'm a... Fan of the San Diego Padres, so for me, it was a really, really big deal. It was a big deal down in San Diego. However, I think as long as you're flirting with it and we're in September, it's a really big deal. You gotta, it's got to be that long? I think it does. And it's not that you're not appreciating you're, you're and seeing right. and all that, but it's almost it's like a home run chase. That every you gotta time, get close. you got to get close. Aaron Judge was doing what he was doing last year yeah right and but he was never close to getting 73 he wasn't close again 73 but he was doing some special things and we were still kind of like i think there were times like why aren't they airing every one of his at bats on yeah. mlb network or whatever yeah. the case is i think you just got to get closer to the end of the season it would help if he hit the ball more than four miles an hour too he's, he's like a little shot maker it's like a Ping pong guys like spinning the ball into the corners and over guys' head. He's amazing. It's an art to it. it there's absolutely, yeah. but right, it's not an, sexy. There's you're another saying? single. That's cool. I don't know. I just I want to like it. Much more interesting when Tony Gwynn was doing it, but I'm in for it. Um, did you see the way that the University of Texas lost, got uh, bounced from the College World Series Super Regional? Saw that. Two outs, runner at first and second. Stanford up to bat. 6-6 six, six game. 6-6 six, six game, bottom of the ninth inning, and he just hits a routine fly ball to shallow right center field. The center fielder doesn't see it. The right fielder doesn't see it. The second baseman doesn't see it. The shortstop does and is running as fast I as know. he can to get there. There's no chance. And it just drops. There's not a Texas player within 15 feet of it, and the guy at second just walks in and they lose on a pop-up that no one saw because the lights were bad or the sky was a weird color. Can you imagine a worse way to lose? The only thing, and I love how you described everyone on the field because it was the shortstop's reaction that he was had the only one me. that saw it. He's the one like pointing his finger up, like the ball's right there. Saw no movement. Saw the right fielder kind of with his hands up, and then there he is at an all-out sprint, and he's got no chance to catch that ball. You see the and Texas little it? group huddle after the game. When they were standing by third base and just every tears running down everybody's face, it felt so bad for those guys. Mm. It was such look, Stanford was having a nice time. They enjoyed their night, but it was a tough way to lose a baseball game. Paul McCartney, that Paul McCartney, Sir Paul McCartney, says that the Beatles can complete their final album now thanks to advances in artificial intelligence. Quote When we came to make what will be the last Beatles record, it was a demo that John had that we worked on and we just finished it up. It'll be released this year. We were able to take John's voice and get it pure through AI. So then you're able to mix the record as you normally would. They're going to make a new Beatles record with new music using AI John Lennon. How do we feel about that? Uh, I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so the, you got that going for you. But, boy, it's, we're, we're getting into a weird space here. I, I read Is it something. a Beatles album so if it's did, AI John Lennon? Does John Lennon's estate get a cut? Probably. That's what they're that's what the writer's strike is about. Yeah. That you know, they're they're saying they're gonna take all this stuff that the writers produced and they're gonna do variations of it through artificial intelligence and they're not gonna pay them. Um so mm. we're getting into a sketchy area here. But I I would check it out because it's the Beatles. Do would you count it as a Beatles record? I'd have to hear it first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read something over the weekend on Twitter that the most affected occupation by AI initially is going to be lawyers and that they're already, you technically now can just go to chat GPT 
and get all legal information that you like need. Documents, maybe? Yep, I have an issue with this. I'm dealing with this. What's the rule on that? What's the rule on this? A lot of attorneys are already using it that it's just more, I don't know, reliable or whatever the case is. It's going to affect so many different industries. Can AI do play-by-play or talk show hosting? Oh, sure do we could. know that yeah, they can I do mean, that? You could. When I did a, I did a video game uh years ago in matter of fact the guy on the cover of the video game was jay williams so it's okay. ncaa 2k you were the voice of ncaa 2k of, mm. and the color guy was tim neverett the dodgers oh announcer, yeah 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 before he had the game so they made us record we got there on a monday at nine in the morning we finished we went we're nine to five monday through friday we didn't finish until friday about six o'clock at night and you have to you have to do everything that could potentially happen in a basketball game, and you have to do it at three different levels of energy. So, for example, dribbles right, shoots, scores. Dribbles right, shoots, scores. Dribbles right, shoots, scores. <laughs> and then they they figure out how it works in the game, and you have to record. And I had to record the name of every college basketball team in the country. At and the, their rosters at the three energy levels. No, you didn't have to do the rosters. They it so it was they they figured out a way to you, you weren't calling players by name oh, you were okay. calling schools by name and describing the game so absolutely AI could do that all right I don't want to get too far into your business but I'm going to ask anyway that sounds like that job might have paid a little bit I I was a complete idiot so they <laughs> they said we'll give you seventy five hundred bucks for it and as soon as you're done you're done if you're done on Wednesday you get seventy five hundred bucks. If you're done on Monday, you get seventy five hundred. What they didn't tell me was there was no chance we were not getting done weeks worth of work until Friday. Yeah, that and, game probably sold a few copies too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and and the the best thing was the way they sold it on Tim and I on it was, hey, once you do this, once you do the first round, when you come back to do touch ups, it's a one day deal. So this you you'll be able to do this for ten years. The next year, the the company sold the game to ESPN, and we were replaced by Chris Berman and Dick Vitale. And so they had to do it, and I'm guessing they got more than 7500 bucks. This is my new favorite story. You had the leader as being in the crowd in a league of their own, but this is my new favorite (laughs) thing. Angry fan number three, voice of uh, college (laughs) basketball. Jorge Jorge found on on YouTube a bunch of cuts of us doing it. I got to check that out. And yeah, So it's out there somewhere. Let's do a little super cross talk. All right, so I don't know if you guys got a chance to, to hear this earlier today, but during one – Emily, how did we get on the topic of your dentist? It was – Oh, was it uh, Yelp yeah. reviews yes. for your doctor? Yeah. Yelp yeah. reviews for our doctor. She's and got she, an interesting history here. She told me that – turns out mm-hmm. Emily has had not one, not two, not three, mm. but four different dentists of hers – have died before they turned what? 60 in a variety of bizarre circumstances. Four of them? This is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is four different... One it's of them... Like I was gonna, what, was Emily, I have a really killer? good dentist that I was going to refer you to, but I like him. Forget so that. Not. No, don't do that. I'm not going to tell Dr. One Dennis of them, about you. Car accident, allegedly. Yeah. One of them Alleged, attacked, <laughs> attacked by a bear. Attacked by a bear allegedly. camping. Your dentist got attacked by a bear? Yeah, they were on vacation. They went in the camp again. Wait, attacked story? by a bear and killed? Yes. Okay. And oh this is God. also okay. Well, this is stories. Brutal. My, <laughs> so this is also from the time I was like a, a child until I, I left home. So this is all the ones that my sisters and I would go to. So these are also stories my parents would tell me. Oh, this is what happened to Mister Whatever. I can't remember their names. So the question I have for you guys is: mm-hmm. Should her current dentist be alarmed? Oh, yeah. very yeah. nervous. I yeah. matter of fact, I think by going public with this, you may have just lost yeah, your current clearly, dentist. There's clearly you're gonna a be trend like, here. You're going to be like the person that can't get auto insurance because yeah. they're too too much of a secure. You've of a killed risk. too many dentists, Emily. How many we, dentists have you killed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a one. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I heard you say the other day you like going to the dentist. I do. Yeah. See, I hate going to. the Oh, dentist. it's worse. Yeah. And in fact, I get. Uh, just for a teeth cleaning, my just to get my teeth cleaned, I get nitrous. Do you for I just do. So teeth at first, at first, nobody would do that, and my college roommate, a guy named Tom Westoff, was a dentist, and and he he was in Westlake Village. He was listening to the show, and he calls me and he goes, "Hey, tell Mason if he comes in, I'll I'll put him under for a cleaning." For a we cleaning? called him the gas man. What are you, what yeah, are you and so about? he did it. 
Uh, worried about people uh, scraping out my teeth. How about that? Isn't that basically what it <laughs> but, is? But it's like part no, of your it, the oral hygiene. Oh, no. The, the, the drill, the, the spraying, the spraying of the- So did they, not, did they not offer you, like my dentist offers you Walkmans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can, yeah, you don't hear anything. The new dentist. No, he goes, no, what like do you- iPad up here, he you says, watch TV. what do you want to listen to? Yeah. And I, he did, you just, he'll give you my anything dentist, you offer, My dentist no. offers me- um, Yours gets uh, Walkman. Yeah. I get uh, gas. I also don't hear anything <laughs> when I have the gas. But the nitrous is uh, is actually the weirdest thing because you get super, super high. They turn it off, and like within 10 seconds, you're like back to normal. By the way, this was a whole Seinfeld episode where Tim Watley had a hot nurse, <laughs> yeah, Brian Cranston playing Tim Watley, and, and, and they put Jerry under for a cleaning, and when he wakes up, they're getting dressed. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had the gas once for like a root canal or whatever yeah, it was, oh, and it's yeah. a and it's a really like you said, it's kind of great actually. Oh yeah, just, I don't think I've had it. You don't oh. feel a thing. Your head kind of bring like you some tingles. I got a guy. <laughs> it's like a I got a guy. I got a, it's I got not, a nitrous guy. It's not drunk. It's nope. not high. It's its own little lane of yeah. It is its own. Do it during the thing. show. Yeah. No, it would be good during the show. Yeah. Try that. Yeah. I like going to the dentist. By the way, we were talking, I can't stand it. We were talking yesterday about, Slee, you have uh, revolutionized yourself as an air personality. <laughs> it's like you get every joke, you roll with every joke, you you You've come in, a very long way, my you friend. You came in with a robe yesterday and a cigar and a fedora, and I'm like, look Sunglasses. at Slee. I, I, look we, at we, Slee. You, Mason and I look at each other, our work is done. He's all grown <laughs> up. Yeah, we finally got him to figure it out, and now he's off. And You've reached the right level of ridiculousness. Uh, yeah. You want to tell him? What? He returned. He took everything back. <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, listen. You took, wait a minute, you took the robe back? Everything. All of it. The fedora back? No, a fedora is mine. Oh, okay. Oh, Was the fedora it. a giveaway? How do I have that Laker I don't know. fedora? I like that hat. Yeah, it's good. It's I cool can't hat. remember. So around four o'clock, you know, let's just say I was very strategic with what I bought on right. Sunday. <laughs> and um, I made my rounds. Went to Macy's, took the row back to Macy's. It's a double XL. What do you want me to do with the double XL? Whoa. We're to work. Well, why did you buy stuff that you, don't you think you're kind of ripping off Macy's? Like, can they resell no. that after People that? do that all the time. Can they resell? Of course. Jared a, Vanderbilt. A they wash it? They Jared must they don't wash, wash it, right? No, no, no chance. They no, they probably wash the not, machine. In the they're, they're, not resell, they're not reselling that robe. Probably not. It, no. Probably just take it as a loss. Yeah. Uh, Slee, also took back the sunglasses. Sunglasses it. went back. Really? Well, sunglasses. Where the hell were the sunglasses? Were they fancy sunglasses? Okay, hold on. Let's see if they can guess. Emily guessed right away. Yeah. Like he's they were, sunglasses. Like how much they That's cost? That's what I guess. No, they were, where he bought them. They were Christian Dior's. Get out. How much were they? They were from CVS. Oh, there you go. <laughs> see, and you took those back to CVS? They like 25. Oh, my God. You took, You're not taking 25 no, back? No, wait a minute. You took, you took sunglasses back to CVS that were $25 sunglasses? What's the threshold? Uh, we we, we but, determined that anything over 15 probably goes back. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I My I wife guess. orders way more stuff from Amazon than she needs, and she's constantly sending stuff back. Oh, my God. Back. Juan is constantly that. sending stuff back also. Constantly. So when you said, I, I got him at CVS, did you guys ever watch the old TV show Veep? Sure. Sure. Okay. Mace, who was the guy that played Dan on VP, played in our charity yeah, celebrity basketball game. Is, uh, really good actor. I think he was on your podcast once. That's it. That's it. On his podcast as well. That's yeah. great. <laughs> but, but really funny. Dan. Dan, yeah. no, no, Dan. Hey, and we looked that up. Who played Dan on Veep? Um, but she Reed, Reed Scott. Reed Scott. There you okay. go. Great, I knew I'd get it if great I... Guy. Uh, oh, I love him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was an episode. Who was the... Um, who was... Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus's female assistant. She was a child actress. Oh, it's not uh, Anna Paquin. Uh, Fina, Phoebe. No, no, it's not. No, Anna no, Paquin. you know what I'm talking Fina, about. Yeah. Exactly. Anna, Anna, Anna Chomsky. Chomsky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're so, really good with from names. From my girl. Yeah, from my girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there she's you go. great. So, Dan, the Reed Scott's character, was a, a, like the ultimate social climber. He was always just looking for. He's like he was like Kaplan, basically. He's like <laughs> he's like looking for ways to get in with somebody. Sure. So. Uh, Anna Chumsky's sister comes to visit her and Dan Reed Scott says, where do you work? And she goes, CBS. And he goes, really? He goes, yeah. So he starts working it and he sleeps with her and she goes, you slept with my sister? She goes, yeah. And he goes, she goes, why? She goes, 
She works at CBS. He goes, she works at CVS. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get ahead in the media. And he just, he just heard it awesome. wrong. He goes, she works at CVS. <laughs> How oh, could you? Funny. That I is funny. That's amazing. Want to name any other cast members from uh, from Veep? What can you do? Uh, I can't get by Julia Louis Dreyfus, Julie Louis Dreyfus, and yeah. Reed Scott. That's and the guy that the plays like her chief of staff, I, he's been in a hundred things. I don't know. Gary his name. Cole. Gary, yeah, Gary Cole was great. Matt in that Walsh. Show. Matt Walsh was the, her uh, communications her communication. person. I can't remember the guy that carried the bag or bag man. Oh, oh Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Yeah, he's awesome. Tony Hale's she from works uh, at Arrested CBS. Development. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was Not like CBS. Yeah, CBS. And, he, and he thought because she worked at CBS, he could get on a morning show. Yeah, he could like start a media career. That's a great she story. Goes, you idiot. She works at CVS. What about the guy from House who plays her uh, big uh, rival? Hugh Lowry. Yeah, Hugh yeah. Lowry's in it. Oh, yeah. that's right. Hugh yeah. Laurie. Is that his name? Yeah, Laurie. 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 He got that one. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got one. I. That's got to be such a weird deal to be one of those guys that is, like you. Listen, I know you watch the rewatchables like I do. Yeah, John, right. All the time and they have the that guy award. Yeah, that guy that and he's all well. That guy's I've seen that guy in two hundred movies and I don't know his name. Right. Yeah. That everywhere that guy goes, the into that guy CBS award. for instance. Yeah. Probably like I did. We go to high school together. Did, right. Did we used to work? Together? No, no. How do you tell somebody? Well, you know, for I've years, actually been in two hundred TV yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. For years, Cranston was that guy. Sure. Yeah. And you know, his career was going to be. Tim Watley, um, Malcolm in the Middle, Malcolm in yeah, the Middle, that's right. Malcolm in the Middle, and he had a, a really good long run, and he was known as a really reliable character actor. And Breaking Bad, all the networks passed on Breaking Bad, and AMC picked it up, and then it took off, and it just everybody went, "Oh, he has that gear," you know. And then all of a sudden, he started winning Oscars and Tonys, and you he know, told me he, when he told me about that show, there's before Breaking Bad started. He said, "I, I said, so what's the new show?" He said, "Well, he's." Uh, yeah, he's a math teacher, uh, and he gets cancer, and he starts selling meth. I'm like, hmm. It's a good elevator pitch. That's really an interesting story. I thought that's that going show's nowhere. going nowhere. That is going nowhere. Is that the sure story enough, that all the network? There's so a lot of networks that pass. They pass you on never, the Sopranos you too. You never know when something's going to wow. take. Up. I remember once when Mason and I, you know, Mason and I have been doing radio forever, and in early in the early years, uh. I said it was back in the days where you used to go to the movies on the weekend and you would look in the paper. Right. You know, like for showtimes. You know, now everything's online. But back then I'm like, I'm working with Mace. I go, Mace, look at this. We both love movies. I go, I go, how does, how does this movie get made? This, it's driving me crazy. How does this movie get made? Ace Ventura, pet <laughs> detective. I mean, how stupid is this? And Mason goes, Oh, I think that's going to be a hit. It made a billion dollars. Why did you think so? Did you just read Jim Carrey guy? I think Jim Carrey. I thought from the beginning is a genius. He's a really important figure in the history of comedy. But I mean, if if I'm pitching you and you're a studio at traffic, I got it. Ace Ventura pet detective. Hard pass on that because that just sounds ridiculous. Right. But the elevator pitch that you had. Math the teacher, math teacher diagnosed with cancer decides to sell meth to get money for his family. That's a winning pitch. I'm in on that. I want to hear that. What made it complicated was he had a special needs kid. Yep. Yep. And they needed money for the kid, and he just said, "You know what? It doesn't matter how I get the the money." Plus, oh yeah, Yeah. plus he had cancer. He's dying. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he thought, "What do I have to lose here?" And then you get to the end. I did it for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am the one who (laughs) knocks. Yeah. So what's next? Right. We just finished up Succession. That's kind of the big one right now. Well, everything's on hold now. Well, right. But well, but there's still shows coming out. Like uh, I'm, I'm. Did watching... you watch The Idol? No. Have right. you watched The Idol? I hear it's so pretty. The rough. book on The Idol is that Johnny Depp's daughter is apparently stunning. Like you can't take your eyes off her, but she's not a great actress. And The Weekends in it too. The guy, yeah. and so the acting's not great, and the story's not great, but the stars have a lot of magnetism. Yeah. So Emily, Emily, is that is that accurate? Seen she's seen it. Uh, yeah, they're I all think really pretty... good looking, but the show's not great. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the acting isn't fantastic. Lily Rose Depp is not the best. Abel Tesfe Blue Weekend isn't great. Uh, it's it's Euphoria, but way worse. Right. So but, wait but, a minute. So is it like grown up Euphoria? It's like grown up Euphoria, and it's Euphoria also just like very show? autobiographical from the weekend. So and really kinda. creepy. It's just really I, like I read one review that said it's it's kind of atypical of a girl like lily rose depp who has like this unbelievable beauty and she gets to hollywood and then it just hollywood eats her alive is that accurate em kind of it's a lot of how to do with mental health and stuff too but doesn't it have something uh, to do with a, cults 
Sorry? Does it have something to do with cults? Well, they've only yes, been, they've only been a, two episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. The weekend is a kind of a cult leader. Um, I would recommend reading this like Rolling Stone article. It describes a lot more. There's a lot of stuff I can't say on air that is issues with the show. Right. But yeah. yeah. Not not a good elevator pitch. Yeah, I say bad. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, I just heard it's a it long sucks. elevator pitch. I know a lot of I know a lot of studio guys, and what happens sometimes is you you get the person, and if you can get the person, the project is irrelevant. In other words, if Brad Pitt comes to a studio and says, I want to do this, they don't even they don't even look at the script. They yeah. say, mm. okay. Like well, Sam Levinson was so successful with Euphoria. Correct. Because it can't, got everyone to come to HBO for that, the younger kids, and then they gave him too much power. Yep. But something much power. that's kind of an original idea, like Breaking Bad, like Mad Men, John Hamm, unknown actor. Mad Men yeah. passed on right. by every studio. Right. Tony Soprano, or The Sopranos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The idea, the, the elevator pitch of mob boss who needs mental health care. By the way, da- David Chase I interviewed when I was working in New York said the, uh, the one thing that uh, all the stu- the uh, networks wanted is does he have to go to a psychiatrist? I'm like the whole that's the whole point show of the show. <laughs> How about that this? He goes to a psychiatrist. Lorraine, Lorraine Bracco was offered the role of Tony's wife, Carmela. Yeah, because that's what she was in Goodfellas, right? And they said, okay, she's perfect for this. She read the script and said, no. That's I the role I want. Wow. I want to be Doctor Melfi. Wow. And then they went and got Edie Falco to play Carmela. Like James Gandolfini was an a- he was a working actor. Yes. He was in movies, but he was a star of what he, we were talking he, about before. He, yeah, he wasn't a star at he, all. He, he was, was that guy. He was one of those guys, and then all of a sudden, you get the the idea led to the guy. Yeah, mm. yeah. right. Not the other way around. The idea seems more important. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it, 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 a lot of times in Hollywood, it isn't. If if you've got a star that wants to do a pro- that's how movies like Ishtar get made. <laughs> You know, Warren Beatty comes in and says, I want to make this. And they go, oh, way, okay. Not, not the worst movie in the world, despite its reputation. He, another Warren Beatty flop, air quotes here, yeah. that was, is not a terrible movie. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven, Well, Heaven Can Wait was nominated for Best Picture. not terrible movie. It's a great movie. No, no, but it was one of those movies that was widely... This is a disaster. No, it had like 11 Academy Awards. I know, but it went super over budget. Everyone's saying that this thing's going to be a bomb. And then it turned out that they spent... Whatever it was two ten. I loved it because I was a Rams fan and he was the Rams quarterback. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that. Yeah. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. It's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.